What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to my social life. This is the podcast where we teach you how to grow on social media by talking to the people that have actually done it. And my guest today is Fitch, but Fitch is better known as the architect on Instagram. And he is a fashion and portrait photographer. And he's a really good photographer, guys. He's sitting at over 18.7 thousand Instagram followers. And this episode, I was so excited to record because I've been following the architect on, on Instagram prior to even starting the podcast. Like I said, guys, he's a really good photographer and he's one that caught my eye. So when he said he'd come on the podcast. I was super excited. And in this episode, we're going to talk about how he grew his Instagram, how he's worked with big YouTubers like Joey Kidney and Elle Mills. We're even going to get into a little bit of buying likes for photos, which is something that I was completely non-prepared for. Uh, Fitch brought it up on his own and to his credit, I want to give him a shout out for that because a lot of people don't like to talk about that, but he was completely open and transparent about it. He's the first person on the podcast that has been. I'm not accusing anybody that's been on the podcast as far as buying followers or not followers, sorry, buying likes, but he was open and transparent about the fact that he's bought likes and, but he talks about how it was a waste of time and a waste of money and he shouldn't have done it because we're going to talk about what he would do today if he woke up with zero followers and zero photos, how he would start to grow his Instagram. So we're going to look at how he grew it until this point and what he would do if he were trying to grow it again, starting today. And one other thing I want to call out before we jump right into this episode is I had a mic malfunction during this recording. I didn't know that I was having a mic malfunction when I was recording. Unfortunately as well, it wasn't my mic, it was the architect's mic. I have done as much as I possibly can to restore his audio. Like I said guys, I was so excited to record this episode and when I listened back to it and I I knew instantly that there was something wrong with his mic, I was absolutely heartbroken guys. I just want to apologize to you because this audio isn't going to be up to the quality I like to have it to. And I also want to apologize to Fitch because he took the time to drive all the way to my apartment and record this episode for an hour and a half. And then I had a problem with the mic. Like I said, I've done a lot to the audio. I've got it back like unrecognizable from where I started it. Like I'm pretty proud of myself for the quality it's at that you're about to hear it at, but it's still not perfect. And like I said, I apologize. It's still a really good episode, guys. Fitch says a lot of really good and really important things. And for me, please just ignore the audio issues and listen to what he's saying, guys, because it's it's really good. It's I'm really, really I was really excited for this episode until I realized that I'd screwed up the audio. Um, What basically what it does is his mic was drastically quieter than mine and it spiked randomly so he'll get loud and then he'll get quiet so I did my best to normalize it so it's even throughout but you will notice there is times where his mic will get quiet quieter than it is during and like I said I'm aware I'm currently working on fixing this issue I'm trying to figure out exactly what went wrong so I can fix it so we don't have it in the future but like I said guys please just push through the audio issues it's not as probably not as bad as I'm hyping it up to be like I've been kind of in it for the last couple days trying to fix it So please enjoy this episode with The Architect. And if you are listening, be sure to screenshot this and post it to your Instagram story and tag at my social pod and I will share it to our Instagram story. I just love to see who's listening to this podcast. It's community. We're growing here, guys. So make sure you do that. And now please enjoy this episode with Fitch, The Architect. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to My Social Life. This is the podcast where we teach you how to grow on social media by talking to people that have actually done it. My guest today is Fitch, but he's better known as the architect on all social media platforms, man. Thank you for coming on the show, and why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Uh, well, uh, I'm a uh, photographer, 
videographer and a creative director based in Ottawa. Um, I've uh, started about, what? I'd say about three, four years ago, uh, but I've only gotten serious about it about, about two years ago. Uh, I'm in school actually right now. I go to the University of Ottawa in communications and media. I think it's related to, to, to what I'm doing. Uh, honestly, I just wanna I just wanna graduate at this point. I just wanna have one to to, uh, to just have it with me. Um, but uh, what I wanna pursue is mostly like the media field, right? Uh, I uh, I wasn't born here. I was born in Haiti. I came to to Canada when I was about four. I uh, I was in Montreal for about ten years, and I moved to Ottawa in twenty. 2010, I think, around that. Okay. So, I kind of want the first thing I want to talk about is so, why the name The Architect? Where did that come from? All right. So, um, I remember when I started taking photos, uh, I wanted to have my own like photography account. And at the point, I had already had an Instagram, but it was like my personal Instagram, right? Uh, and uh, I, at first, uh, I wanted to have a different name uh, because I didn't want people to know it was me. Uh, uh, for 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 mysterious reason, but also in a way that like I wanted to associate my personal self with the photographer. Uh, so at first, that was the reason why I did that. And uh, there was a couple of reasons. The first is that uh, there was there was this page that I used to follow uh, on Instagram that uh, used to teach photos, uh, and they were called Visual Architects. And I took towards it to, to look at their stuff, and it was really nice, you know. Uh, and then from there, I uh, I took the name the architect. Uh, I I looked for the architect, but it wasn't it was it was already taken, so I had to I had to play around a bit. So I put the X there just to, to make it happen. And that's how it happened. Yeah, I would want it because you talked about saying that it's like you wanted to be a little mysterious. I definitely think that that worked because when I kind of first found your profile it was a while ago, and I was like, "Who is this guy?" Like it just says the architect, and I think your picture at the time is where you had the hat on and just like the big glasses. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Who is this guy?" Like it's just very like I think mysterious is like bang on. Like that's a good. I know definitely because like I remember uh, I I went to a couple uh, small fashion. Uh, uh, some fashion shows and stuff like that in the city, and uh, were like the, just the whole like Instagram community that was there, you know, and all that. And uh, like I, I'd, I'd walk by people, and then like I had the hat, and people were like, "Wait, you were the architect?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, that's me," you know. Uh, but like it's it's weird because like sometimes like uh, I'd have a conversation with someone, and then they wouldn't know they would they would they wouldn't know at all who it was. And then someone would tell would would come back and be like, "Hey, do you know this? That's that's the architect." I was like, "Oh my god, I." you and this whole time we had a conversation and did, did, just didn't know so I, I, I also like that as well yeah. yeah you like kind of being like anonymous almost with yeah yeah uh, lately I've been I've been more out there like showing my face and all that but like I first was really like like no no defined mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so you talked about starting photography about four years ago yeah so why did you kind of get into photography in the first place so uh, I remember it was in the summer between grade 12 and uh, my first year at uh, university uh, I was in this I was at this foreign job uh, doing uh, uh, some like total door marketing I really hated it and then I was there with my friends and then um, I remember this one day we had work, and then he he had brought his his camera from home, and then I always like I used to like always dress like really nice when I used to go to work like in my suit and everything, 
And then this one day, we're like, you know what? Let's just skateboard. <laughs> and then we just like went around downtown and just took some pictures of each other. And then we did that the next day and the day after that and the day after that. And I started liking it. And every day I'd just be wearing a different suit and just, he'd be wearing a different outfit and would just go out, go outside and explore, you know? And then um, around that same summer, uh, Kerbins moved to Canada because that's where I live. Okay. And then... Um, I already knew Kerbins, uh, and then I told him, I told him one day, hey, let's just hang out and take some photos, and then he came along as well. And then uh, around the, the end of the of the, of the summer, um, I started school, and then I had some money left from my uh, from my uh, um, school loan, and then I just got a camera from with that, and then from there I just started taking, taking more pictures. Do you remember your first camera was? Uh, yes, it was a Icon D three thousand. Yeah, it was really really old. Like there was no, no live view. Like you get like you just you, you just take the picture and then you would see it, but you wouldn't be able to like see anything before that. Uh, you couldn't take videos. Like it was horrible and bright. Like it was it was just the worst. But like it was good for me because I was able to learn a lot from that camera. You know, like I I think I I used it to its like fullest potential. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. And so then it was, so you just, when you started photography, is this kind of for fun more or less? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, because I was like, I wasn't really like, I think, I think I'd say it was, I mean, I wasn't an artistic, artistic person, but like in my head, art was never a way that you could make money or like you could, you could build a career from, you know, uh, my dad who, um, was an accountant had really like an, an, uh, analytical mind and everything and his view and vision of everything was like you go to school you get your degree and then whatever it is you just make money into that right uh, and uh, because of that I went to business school uh, and that's why I, that's why I started when I was at university so in my head photography was just to you know like as a hobby I wanted to become I actually wanted to become a corporate lawyer so I, I was going to do four years in business school and then um, go to law school somewhere else. So that was the, the vision I have for myself. Obviously, now it's different. But uh, yeah, I never, at first, I never felt like photography was going to be like something I wanted to do as a career. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then it was about two years ago, you kind of switched and you started to take a little bit more seriously. Well, I think the switch like was kind of slow. It wasn't like a, like, okay, now I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. So, um, during, during the first year, I was just like just taking photos for fun and everything, taking photos with friends and all that. And then I started like uh, um, figuring out like like uh, um, the path that that I could take to become like an actually like, like a photographer that could like self sustain itself, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I met people a lot of. of other photographers in the community uh, that will do that were doing that like full time and all that, and I started like like the I think the seed was planted in my mind, um, and then uh, as as the year progressed, I started to to kind of like care less and less about like what I was doing in school, and then uh, it was also reflected in my grades because my grades weren't doing, weren't doing going so well, and then I started realizing that like maybe this wasn't what I liked. I think at first I wanted to go into like like law because you know it was lucrative, there was a lot of money into it, and I could just make some good money after that, but not really because I liked it. And I think that's where the problem happened is like I realized that like if I don't like something, I'm not going to do it well. Uh, and also realized I really like photography. Uh, so 
uh, I started like getting also a lot of like um, traction on my Instagram. People started like following me and all that, and like I started getting emails from small brands sending me like free like shirts and all that to shoot. And I was like, okay, like there's something there, you know. Uh, so slowly I started like uh, charging for 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 for, for photo shoots, and then I and then I shot with like some, like bigger brands that would. Start paying me as well, so I'm like, okay, maybe I can actually start pursuing that. You know, so I think it was like gradually that like it just happened. Yeah. Do you remember what that first paid gig was? <laughs> yes. Uh, honestly, I don't even think I should have been paid for that. <laughs> like, uh, so I remember I was with Kerbins actually, and then uh, there's this girl that uh, that uh, messaged us on uh, Facebook, and she was like, yeah, I just want some photos done. And I was like, okay, yeah, cool, okay. Uh, and I'm like, you know what? That's gonna be my first, the first client I'm gonna charge. You know, so I told her my price, and she was like, okay, that's cool, I'll do that. Uh, and then I feel like the whole shoot was not professional at all. I feel like uh, the photos weren't as good, and then like I feel like as a whole, it was I kind of wasted her time, and like uh, I I I I almost felt bad like for taking that money. You know, but uh, um, it also like like taught me a lot. You know, but uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think it was like twenty five dollars. But uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. So, how many like gigs? If you were to like estimate, how many do you think you've done to date now? Oh, that's, that's I, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because like just in the last month, I probably did like 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 twelve. You know, <laughs> okay. So. Uh, I'll be it. Maybe in the hundreds. Yeah. yeah. So what would your advice be to a beginner photographers that are looking to try to land their first gig? Um, I think you have to know your, uh, know yourself and uh, know your worth, right? Uh, when it comes to setting a price point, you have to see who's out there, how they're doing, how much they charge, how well they've done, and then look at you and be able to like self-critique yourself. Like, okay, that's where I'm at and that's how much I should charge, you know? Um, sometimes that's gonna be lower than other people, you know? Uh, but sometimes you're gonna, you're gonna realize that like, okay, I've been doing this for this long, then I should charge this, you know? And uh, I think it's, it's, it's also about who, who your, your, your clients are gonna be. You know, uh, sometimes, uh, a lot of people that that are gonna message you, but they're not really serious about this, you know. So you gotta you gotta know uh, who to who to, to to deal with when it comes to clientele, you know. Uh, so for example, me, I usually like at first I'd shoot with one a lot of like individuals, you know, like people hitting me up from Instagram to shoot, you know. But I realized that like most of these people, like they're kind of like me, you know. Like I'm I'm thinking, you know, like. It's 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 still a lot of money for them, you know. So that's where I, that's where I started thinking like, okay, who would pay me more money? Who has the money? And I'm like, okay, businesses, you know, because businesses make more money, and then that the photos they're getting, they're using that to make more to make even more money. So I'm like, okay, maybe I should go talk to businesses instead of just like regular people, you know. So it's also it's it's a lot about it's a lot about figuring it out, you know, figuring out where you stand. Uh, what you're good at and then how to use that to to make to make the money mm -hmm. 
And how do you approach those businesses when you made that switch? Like, do you just kind of go into the, the place of business and talk to the manager or something? Or Well, at first, what I did is that I had a couple, I had two, three friends that were already business owners. So uh, I collaborated with them, you know, uh, uh, some of them were like brand like uh, clothing lines. And then I just go come to the store, grab a bunch of clothing, shoot, shoot it with like different models and then. I send that to them, they can use it, and then I use the rest so I can pitch to other businesses. Okay. So, yeah. And I kind of want to just circle back to that first gig. You said you charged like 25 bucks. How'd you kind of come to that dollar valuation? Honestly, I, I was like, okay, uh, it's going to cost me like $10 of gas to get there and like and like go to the shoot. And I'm like, I need some 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 money to, to eat. So I'm like, okay, it's probably going to be like 10, 15. I'm like, okay. Twenty-five, <laughs> you know, there was not like nothing like mathematical about it. It was just like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So you said you've worked with like hundreds, probably hundreds of shoots at this point now. Are there any ones that stick out as like really awesome, like yes. shoots that you've done? Uh, I mean, the biggest brand I'd say I've shot with uh, happened, I think, uh, late summer this year. I had a shoot for Mercedes. Uh, and I think uh, just like like it, I feel like that point was like a big point for me because I never shot with a, a brand this big and like the whole like professionalism and all that and it was just it was just different you know like uh, I really felt like I was in another sphere when I was shooting with with these people uh, so yeah 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 that's the one that really stands out yeah and that was just this past summer. Yes, yes I know and were you not allowed to post any photos from that shoot on your Instagram? Uh, so no, because uh, they had, I think they have an opening on, in December, uh, and then uh, I, I just literally just sent this stuff off to them, and then uh, they'll do what they do with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair, but so, but like, they, do they allow you to post on your Instagram if you wanted to, or because it's like a paid shoot, you don't really? I honestly, honestly don't know. But the thing about me is that like, there's a lot of like of my of my photos that people don't see on my Instagram that I not not because I'm not allowed to, but because I just don't post. I don't I don't uh, because I think I market myself on Instagram in a different way than just in general photography. Because when it comes to, to photography in general, I do a lot of everything, right? But my Instagram itself, it's is more like. Uh, fashion and portraiture like uh, centered right and that's what I market myself as on Instagram you know but when it comes to like me my business I, I just do a lot of different things I do weddings I do uh, commercial photography I do product photography you know but I don't necessarily market that on my Instagram you know? yeah so when businesses contact you like when they reach out to you before you talk to them do they come to you because they've seen your Instagram or is there another way that they're finding you uh, some of them message me from Instagram uh, some of them email me from my website uh, so but from the one the ones that email me from my website I couldn't say that like they, they came from Instagram first and then went to my website uh, and then some of them um, uh, uh, text me uh, through other businesses or people that I've worked with that refer them to me, you know? So I think it's a whole like amalgamation of all, of all of that. Yeah. And then with one final thing with work is where do you land on doing work for free? Uh, so I've done, and I, and I still do some, some, like some work for free, but they're more like 
collaborative works that I do. And then like I'm pretty specific when it comes to like free work. For example, when I need to do my own creative shots, my own creative photo shoots that I want to do for myself, uh, that I have like ideas in mind and, and stuff like that, like I'll go and reach out to a model. And obviously I won't charge them for that because I need them for that shoot. So it, it makes sense that like they don't pay it, right? Uh, and usually I use those to for my Instagram or like to uh, send to, to brands or to magazines. Uh, I also do collaborative work with uh, like bigger influencers. I did that a lot uh, at the beginning to grow my Instagram. I'd shoot with like YouTubers or like just big Instagram people so that they could post their stuff and then I can grow my account, you know? I don't do it as much, but I still do it if it's really worth it. You know, I see the numbers and I see how much I could grow and I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes sense, you know? Or even like, like a bigger brand, let's say like right now, I don't know, like Adidas messaged me and like, hey, you know, what's any new shoes? Do you want to shoot them? And there's like no money for it. I'm like, yeah, for sure I'd do it because it's Adidas. You know, you have you have to be able to to understand where you want you want to to be able to be like, okay, I'll do it for free, you know, but at the same time, you don't want to like um just like um feel um like um let's say that. Uh Taking advantage of, you know, like you have to know where, okay, this is a good opportunity, then I'll do that for free. And then someone else is just trying to rip, rip me off, you know? So you gotta, you gotta know where to, uh, to stand on that. Yeah. So how would you, because you do all kinds of different kinds of photography, like I looked at your website and I kind of wrote down the main, like the, the styles that you offer. You had portrait, fashion, event, editorial, commercial, and weddings. Mm -hmm. So how would you describe your photography style and does it differ depending on the style that you're shooting? Uh, I think uh, depending on the style that I'm shooting, there are some things that are different, but I think that like I also have my, my signature to it. I like people can be like, okay, I know that that was shot by the architect, you know, even though it's like a, a, a portrait and then the other one is a wedding, you know. So obviously uh, when it comes to like events, uh, it's really fast paced and then like you don't have the time to like really stop and like check all your settings and all that. So because of that, like it's, it's different when it comes to these, you have to uh, act them differently when it comes to like your mindset. So... You know, you know, you know, I always want to get the perfect shot because like, like, it's just like, it's moving like all the time, you know, for example, when I'm shooting a concert or like when I'm shooting a wedding, it's cause like, you can't recreate the moment. The moment's just happening right now. You just have to shoot, 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 you know? Well, when I'm doing fashion shoot, I'm in control. I decide how I'm placing the model, everything, and I'm, I can take my time to get the right shot, you know? Uh, but when it comes to like, uh, similarities then i try to like have my own style signature on all of them right that makes sense so with shooting all the different kinds what was the thought process behind having so many offerings as opposed to kind of specializing in one or two uh well the thing is i consider myself more of a like fashion photographer but the things that like the market here in ottawa for fashion is like like basically dead know so you have to adapt right if you want to if you want to be able to self-sustain yourself you have to adapt and because Ottawa was more of a commercial family friendly uh, city then I have to adapt in that in that sense so I offer a different type of photography but like not to say that like I I, I, I wouldn't want to specialize but like it's just that like how it is right now I have to be able to diversify myself but eventually I want to be like 
fashion photographer at heart. You know, like I want to be able to shoot for these big brands like Adidas, GQ, like 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 Vogue. You know, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So, with photography, I know you talked about that you're going to school right now. Um, but would is outside of school is photography your full time job, or do you have other jobs on the side as well? So I used to have jobs. Um, I worked at McDonald's. I worked at um, I worked at uh, Walmart, the, the photo the portrait studio in the Walmart where they take the, the passport photos. Uh, and I also worked at a call center uh, until last summer, actually. And then I took a decision where I was like, yeah, I'm done. I'm not getting a job. So I'm going to do photography. That's what's going to make me live. And then I'm going to go to school and then that's it. Like, yeah. Sometimes it's tough, but like at the same time, I like it because I'm in control. You know, I make my own schedule and I, have, I actually have more time to do other stuff as well. And uh, I, I also like what I do. So, yeah. That's awesome. So, there's a quote that you have on your Instagram bio that I kind of wanted to mm-hmm. read. It was, every artist was first an amateur. And I know that's a pretty literal sentence, but what does that mean to you? Like, why? What, what, has, what of significance does that have to you that you put it in your bio? Because it, it, it makes me like... Uh, go forward and, and push because I'm like when I think about it you know like like every like every person that that is iconic right now they started somewhere right they all started like at their house like for like like someone that looks like a rapper like Kanye West started at their house you know writing music lyrics you know getting into the studio working but they were all at a point amateurs they were at a point beginners you know so it means that like anything is possible for you as long as you have the will, as long as you really want it, you're gonna get there, you know? Because if they got there and they started there as well, then you can follow the same path, you know? So whatever dream you have, whatever goal you have, just go for it because it's possible. That's 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 what that means. I like that, man. I really like that. That's awesome. But speaking of Instagram, so you're sitting at I think eighteen point seven thousand followers, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. So I know what is the what like would you say is the purpose to your Instagram? Because it's is it just kind of to express yourself creatively and also to showcase your talents, or how would you describe the purpose behind it? So I'd say I, to to express myself to um, inspire other people that want to do photography or any type of art. Uh, but also and from a marketing standpoint to market myself as a photographer, uh, reach out to to brands if they see me and all and, and, and all that, you know, to 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 uh, be able to get those uh, maybe international brands that wouldn't see me otherwise, you know. So I think it's 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 just all that combined. Yeah. Is there an aesthetic that you're kinda of going for with your page? Uh, I mean I like shooting people, uh, so I think uh, that's what I, that's what is at the center of my photography, and uh, obviously uh, fashion, uh, using natural light, uh, outdoor most times. I also do studio shoots, but that's but I mostly like like the the outdoor low light, just me, camera, and the and the model. Uh, so I'd say uh, a lot of, a lot of that. I also I also like movement as well. Uh, uh, I like low angles as well. I do a lot of that and like but I feel I feel like I also have like phases when it comes to photography. Like I have my phases where I like having wide angle and like everything just like that. But also have my phases where I like having portrait and like close ups. Uh or like for example, like even in the editing style, sometimes like I used to really like uh, bright and like really like um 
saturated colors and like really warm colors and then now maybe it's a bit uh, more moody or like it's just less saturated you know so i think like i have different phases when it comes to that as well Mm -hmm. do you think having different phases affects growth because i feel like some people say that when you want to grow on instagram you have to be putting out the exact same kind of content be consistent with it but do you think being able to alter your content has helped you grow or has it like negatively affected it it does affect growth uh but i think at the end of the day it's it, it depends on like what do you want to do you know like if you want to uh please your audience then yeah i'd say you know definitely just stay that uh in, in, in that one way you know but if you want to do what you like and show people what you like what you love and just, just no matter what it, what happens then, then then just do what you want to do you know uh, and i think that like i'm i'm somewhere in between there because like i still want to grow a bit but at the same time i i'm i just want to post what I want to post and post when I want to because that's another thing because I used to when I was I don't think I'm like growing my, my account as much as I used to but when I used to do that I used to basically post every day and now I I just post when I think I have a good picture to post you know uh, that helps with my quality and also um, I think it also get, helps a bit with my engagement because then like when I post something then people are more excited about it but it I don't grow as much as I'm used to because of that. Um, but for me, it's because it's not that big of a deal anymore. You know, uh, before I'd post every day, uh, I'd like like thousands of things every day. I'd be on like I was on Instagram like 24/7. You know, but I've slowed down a bit with that and uh, just like posting when I can, when I want to, reply to some comments and all that. So when you started kind of really going all on Instagram, was that around the same time that around that two years ago when you were slowly becoming more into photography as like a profession or when did you start your photography page and kind of grow it? So um, when I started my photography, it was kind of growing, growing. And then uh, I think uh, I got more serious about photography when I realized how much I was growing. And I was like, okay, like I'm growing, I'm getting more followers. And I'm like, okay, so maybe if people think I'm good and I am actually good and I should start like like getting more serious about this you know so like I think the growth actually helped me pursue photography more yeah because like I think I reached 10k in 2016 and then I was like wow like I'm already at 10,000 10, and, and at the time there were like there wasn't a lot of people that were that were at 10,000 and I was like, okay, that's that's a lot. And like, people like my stuff. That means I'm good at it. So I should pursue this. Mm-hmm. So back when you were growing, like more so, like what were you doing and why were you doing it? I know you kind of talked about liking a lot of photos. So what's kind of the intention behind liking all those photos? Uh, so I used to watch videos about like Instagram growth and all that on YouTube. And like people saying like, okay, if you like a lot of photos, people will see you. Uh, You'll, you'll get more engagement, people will follow you. So I would like a lot of, a lot of photos from like different photographers' pages. I would comment a lot on different photos and all that, just so that just like my name would be out there, people would see it and maybe they go to my page, you know? So I did a lot of that uh, using hashtags um, uh, to, to uh, draw more uh, stuff as well. And also uh, tagging feature pages because there, there, there was a lot of like, Photography feature pages like um, Pursuit of Portraits, um, uh, Game of Tones, different like pages like that, and I would like tag them, and some of them sometimes would repost me, and that would 
give me even more followers. Yeah. Is there anything else? I know you talked about kind of collaborating with influencers and stuff. Like, who did you kind of collaborate with? So, um, the, I think the first bigger influencer that I, co- that I did a collaboration with was uh, Joey Kidney. Uh, so, uh, I met, it was really random. So, one of my friends actually shot with Joey. And then um, I, saw, I saw his picture and I like the photo was nice. So, I clicked on the calendar and, and I saw that he had like, like 40,000. Uh, at the time, uh, followers on, on IG, and I was like, it says Ottawa. And at the time, I was really, like, oblivious when it came to, like, like who was an influencer in Ottawa and, like, who like who in Ottawa is known, you know? And I was like, someone in Ottawa that has 40K, and I didn't know that, you know? And then I looked at some of his content, and then you know, I saw some of his photos, and I saw uh, a YouTube link, and I saw his YouTube channel. I'm like, okay, he makes YouTube videos, and saw a couple of videos like okay these are nice you know so i reached out to him i'm like hey you know do you want to shoot and then he was like yeah cool i'll be back in the city in a week and then we can shoot and from there we started shooting um the first post i did uh, from his uh, photos got like i think like almost a thousand i think around a thousand likes and that's the first time i ever hit a thousand i was like wow you know and then like i got a lot of followers from that and i was like okay you know shooting with influencers makes a difference, you know, so we shot a couple more times as well, and we were both benefiting from that, you know, he was getting photos, I was getting photos and engagement, you know, uh, and then from there, we just kept on shooting, we don't shoot as much as before, you know, but like, uh, it's, but it's also because like, at this point, like, like my, my purpose is not to just shoot to get, to get, a, to get followers, you know, uh, and then from there, we also grew a friendship, you know, so, uh, uh, I think shooting with influencers is one of the best ways as well to, to grow your chat, your, uh, your page. Yeah. There's one photo you did with an influencer that I want to ask you about. I asked Kerbins about this exact same photo. It's a picture you took of Kerbins on a rooftop behind Al Mills without a shirt on. Yes. Like Kerbins. And Al- What's the story behind that photo? Okay. So uh, I've been shooting. I was shooting a lot with Joey. And uh, uh, at this point, like we, we used to like chill as well, you know, uh, uh, often and then uh, it was a, around the same or I think it was about a year after a year later that um, uh, I think Elle started uh, popping a bit on YouTube and then um, sh- I think she reached out to Joey and then they started doing videos together and then uh, he told uh, she would she would always ask him like okay who's this guy that takes your photos you know and then he would tell me he would tell her that bitch and um, so she wanted to shoot with me so uh, Joey set it up and then um, I, I was texting back and forth with her and then she we were just going going around like what kind of shoot would look good but also what kind of shoot would represent her as a person you know uh, and her. Uh, her, uh, her uh, personality, you know, and I watched a couple of her videos and all that, and I got a good vibe of like what kind of person she was, and like I just felt like it had to be something really extra, you know. So I was like, okay, uh, what can be really like like out there, you know, that would represent more more her, and uh, that's where I came up with this with that, and I'm and I, and I needed someone, and I'm like, okay, Kerbins, you, know, uh, uh, you been going to the gym lately? <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, okay, well, uh, I need you for something, you know, and then uh, from there. Uh, we did the shoot and then uh, we went on, on Joey's Joey's rooftop and then uh, we took those photos yeah, yeah, yeah that's awesome I was just curious so I like to ask, this is a new question I've been starting to ask is who's the most famous person that follows you would you say it's Ellie or Al or Joey or uh, wow I 
when it comes to, I think when it comes to followers, I think it's L because L is like 600K around that. So second think of anyone else. So yeah, I, I think it, 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 it's L. Yeah, yeah. She she grew so much like from 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 the time I started out with her until now. Like she, it's it just keeps on going up. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, so out of everything you've done, what really worked and like what would you kind of have said is more of a waste of time when you're trying to grow your account? If anything was a waste of time or if you think it was all beneficial? I mean, I think everything was beneficial in a way that like I learned from it, right? Uh, obviously, I think if I started my account first, I would have done things different. Uh, for example, I think when I started my account, uh, I used to um, uh, pay those, 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 uh, website that would that would give like engaging likes and stuff like that you know and uh that for me was a complete waste because uh most of those likes were like bots and they they they, they didn't do anything to your your photos they didn't grow your account it just makes it made it look like you were getting likes you know and then i realized that it was hurting my account and i'm like okay no that's not the right way you know but uh i lost money and time from that you know so i think using these uh, I don't know if some of these work, you know, but you got to be careful with them, you know, because like I think they ruin your account and they they you waste money doing these, you know. So so those accounts like liking your photos, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So uh, I think like I think I think paying for 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 likes uh, or for comments and all these, I don't know if it works, but for me, it didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Do you notice now though that your engagement is better than it was before when you were buying likes? Or well, I think uh, I get less likes, and on average, I mean, I uh, like like percentage wise compared to like the amount of followers I get, I get less likes. But I think it's more meaningful, you know, because it's actual people that like my stuff and like care about my stuff and like the same thing for comments. You know, it's people that are like actually like, wow, okay, this photo is really nice, you know. Instead of like bots that is just made to to say something, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know anything like about the shadow ban? Because I know that happens to some accounts if they use external apps and stuff with Instagram. That never happened to you or anything. Uh, or? I heard it happened. I wouldn't know if it happened to me. Yeah, it's true. Uh, uh, I do know that like I've 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 had a decrease a decrease in, in my in my uh, uh, like uh, ratio as well as the amount of followers I gain. But I feel like it has to it also has to do with the way now Instagram does it with the the, the posts where like it's not chronological anymore, or like it's just about like about what it's, it's a whole algorithm, you know. So I think because of that, I I, I uh, being not as many people see my stuff, you know. But besides that, I don't know. Yeah, and you talk about doing things differently if you were to go back and start it. So what would you do if tomorrow you woke up with no photos and no followers? Like, what where would you start if you were to start trying to grow it again? Uh, I think first thing I do, uh, follow like, like, uh, whoever's kind of like big in my niche audience. And then, uh, from there post like every day, like as much as I can, uh, eventually, uh, do collaborations, um, maybe even pay some, uh, some influencers that are again in my same niche audience, because that's, that's, that's another mistake I did, uh, when I... I think I was about I was at about ten or twelve k. I did a giveaway, but I didn't do it. I did it with uh, other influencers, but that their audience wasn't the same as mine. You know, they were like, like, 
like fitness models and like different like a whole bunch of different things you know so when i did that giveaway i gained like three thousand followers but like i've even till now i'm losing some of those followers because they're not really interested in my photography because that's not even really our interest in it, you know so i think if i do if, I, if you do those you know those giveaways make sure that like you're doing it with the people with people or influencers that like their audience is the same as yours so that you can retain those you know uh so so uh, you know doing promos uh, and then uh yeah but just consistency as well like posting posting every day uh checking when your followers uh are going to be on and then that's when you post you know uh uh using the 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 Instagram um, statistics, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I think that helps as well. Yeah. So why why post every day? What's the benefit behind daily? Well, I think the more you post, the more the more the more people see you, right? So the so if if more people see you, then there's more chances that you can get followers uh, and grow from that, right? As if you, you barely ever post, you know, um, you're not going to be seen as much. I also feel like. Uh, I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't know if that's what it is, but I feel like it would also change for like Instagram. I feel like Instagram seeing you post more and like you're getting engaged, then maybe some of your posts will will go on the uh, the discovery page, you know, more often and all that, you know. So I think you getting and also I feel like there's, for example, I see statistics like uh, engagement in a week, this in a week. I think the more that that number grows, then I feel like the more you have chances for the algorithm to to have you seen more often as well Mm -hmm. that's fair so when you were when you're using doing instagram and stuff is there any helpful apps or websites that use like for example like unum so you can see your grid when like the next post you're going to make before it's actually on instagram or like another example someone gave they do some outdoor photography so it's called photopill so it's like it tells you where the milky way and the sun's going to rise and like stuff like that so is there any helpful apps that you use whether it be for photography or instagram or um I used to use Vesco uh, when I started to edit my photos, and then I moved on to like Photoshop in my room. Um, uh, I also used to 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 use this app that would tell me uh, how many followers I gained. That was before like Instagram had the, the statistics and everything. So there was this app that would tell me how many followers I gained, how many likes I average photos, which photos work better. Um, also, who's unfollowing me? Um, who blocked me as well? Uh, and all these things. So, do you know what that app was called? Uh, yeah, it was like follower or something like follower plus or some, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sorry, just one more thing. Back to with the with the buying the followers. Is that an app that you use to do that, or is it a, a, a website? Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. With posting not every day anymore, you're kind of just sporadic. Whenever you said you have a good photo, mm-hmm. is there a time of the day that you kind of aim to post for, or just whenever? Uh, now it's like whenever I feel like like posting. You know, if I like, it's like I feel like uh, one of the things too is because like I'm I'm also like really like uh patient so like when i have something i just want to share it you know uh so when i when i when i'm done editing a photo i'm like oh my god this is beautiful it could be like 1 a.m you know what <laughs> yeah you know uh before i used to like be like okay so between 7 and 9 p.m that's where like my like my followers are there on 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 instagram and i'm gonna post it at seven you know and i will like really just be like okay seven posting you know uh but uh, oh, and also uh, I also used to have these um, 
these DM groups. Basically, it's like a bunch of people, like 10, 15 people, and then you're all in the same DM group, and then you would DM them a photo, and you would tell them to go comment on that photo. And then when they do it, you do it for them, you know, so that you know that you would get actual people commenting and stuff, and you can you can at least secure like like five, ten, fifteen of, of uh, comments, and that could help too for you with your picture getting more uh, reach and engagement. Yeah. So is that how did you how did you find that group? Like how'd you get into it? Uh, one of my friends told me about it because like I I started seeing that like he you, like his engagement just like went from like zero to a hundred and I was like wow how did that happen you know he told me hey man engagement groups like you know like uh, you didn't know it but I don't know I, I didn't so he added me to one and then from there I just did some research and like I, like added myself to like a couple others but, yeah. Yeah, that's cool though. So just kind of just reaching out to people and just kind of word of mouth finding those engagement groups. Like, yeah. well, I mean, some of them are like like if you if you, if you do some research on like Google, like YouTube, you'll find some of them. Um, I made one called Photographers. Uh, so just like me and a bunch of other photographers, and then we we'll just comment on each other's stuff. You know, uh, I think there's pages that have like some groups and them, but you have to be added to them. You know, so you can't really like look for them. Someone has to add you. So that's the only thing about it. That's fair. So with your content, what would you say your most engaged content is for when you're making posts? Um, I think, I think it'd be, I think it'd be, honestly, it's, it's really, it's really hard to, to tell because like, like, um, I, I, I can post a picture of like, uh, myself. And get like a thousand, like I, a thousand likes and like thirty-five comments. And I post another picture of myself later on, and I, I get like six hundred likes and like ten comments. You know, so it's really tough to tell. I know there's a, there's a couple faces and people that like I think my followers like when I shoot with them. Uh, one of them is my friend Yasmin. Every time I post a photo of Yasmin, I get like 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 a thousand likes, like fifty comments, and like fifty-five saves. You know, so. Uh, I think some faces that they like as well. Um, but I wouldn't say that there's like a specific, specific style that they're like, oh my God. You know, I think they're just like a really good photo. Yeah. yeah. So one new thing I want to try with the podcast is like a specific post breakdown. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of going to walk through your posting process a little bit. So we'll start with like the photo. So what would make you want to post a photo on your Instagram? Um, so... When it comes to like just a photo that I that I want to post, uh, not because I'm like collaborating with a brand, but just because I want to post a photo, uh, I'd say I look at it. I don't know, like I feel like it's really weird when it comes to like what makes a good photo. I like I could I wouldn't I could tell you like like okay yeah you know like the composition all these things you know but like like there's more to it that's they just can't really like say that like okay this photo just is a good photo, you know? And then when I see that photo, I'm like, okay, yeah, this photo deserves to be posted. And then, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna post that one. But like to say that like, there's a like, like a, like a process to it. Cause like, it's just, it's, I just look at it and I'm like, wow, that's a good photo. And I, and I feel like I should post this one, you know? Um, but there's not really like settings or parameters when it comes to like, what makes a photo postable. You know? Yeah, yeah. So when you have your photo then, what do you like with captions? Do you do long captions or short captions? What do you usually go for? Whatever I'm inspired to do when I see the photo, you know, sometimes it's no caption. Uh, 
sometimes I I see the photo. I'm like, okay, like the caption is like it, it just it just has to come to me. I feel like if it's forced and etched, it just shouldn't be a caption. So I just look at it. and I'm like, okay, and then I just write the caption. And then if I don't think of anything, I just don't put a caption. Yeah, yeah. And then with with hashtags, do you put them in your in your caption or do you put them in the comments usually? Uh, in the caption. Yeah. So I just do like like five dots, and then I I, then I just put the cap the the, the hashtag. Do you use a certain amount. Like I've heard people talk about different amounts of hashtags like i've heard 11 is a sweet spot but i've heard like you should use all 30 like what do you use? i use i usually use close to all 30 yeah 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 is there any like specific hashtags you always use like go-to's yeah or? so i have like in my so um in my notes i don't know if i still have it but i used to have like like a whole like 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 note section for hashtags and i know that i used to have like hey this is hashtag for portraits this is hashtag for this this is hashtag for that and they were already set up so when i just want to post i just copy it and and based on the based on hashtags. That's fair. And then tags on the photo, you said you do that a little bit as well. Yeah. Do you still do that a lot? Not as often. No. But I but then I but back then I used to use, use like all twenty, like post like like uh, tag all the feature pages that I could and then um, just hope they did the repost. Yeah. yeah. And then for location, do you always use Ottawa or do you use other Well if it's if I, I usually post use the location of where where it was shot. You know, so if it was shot in Ottawa, then Ottawa. If it was shot in LA, then LA. You know. Yeah. So posting process from start to finish, like by from the time you take a photo to the time you post it, like how long does it take to upload to Instagram? Everything like it can take from like five to like thirty minutes. Like sometimes I I I, I go there and then like uh, I edit it on my on my computer and then when it gets into my phone, it just looks a bit different. I'm like, okay, now I gotta go back on my computer and then I edit it a bit more and come back to my phone. Okay, that's good. And I and I go on Instagram. Then there's the there's the whole like cropping thing because like the the photo itself even if you even if it's like it's because like there's different like sizing on instagram even the bigger size is still a crop on the photos it's like how much do i crop or do, you, do i have it to a square you know how much do i want the people to see as well as like even if it's like a full photo uh when it's the when you see it on on the discovery it's going to be a crop so how so I gotta adjust to like where I where do I want it to be cropped, you know? So this whole part takes takes a bit of time and then from there I gotta think of a caption, you know? Pick up a pack the caption, I use it, I uh, I write it, then I go to the hashtags, I copy the hashtags, and then from there I depending on what kind of photo it is, the the, the pages I want to 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 uh to tag as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's fair. So when you're saying like when you edit a photo on like your computer on Lightroom and then you put it on your phone, does the edit look a little different? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, sometimes it looks a bit brighter or sometimes a bit, a bit darker and sometimes just just a little bit, you know, not 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 that noticeable. But for me, if it's too noticeable, then I I, I, go, I go change it. Yeah, that's yeah. very because I've had the same issue, and I was just wondering if that was like uh, problem with my computer yeah. or something. It's no, and I think it has to do with the screen. Um, so uh, the color, the color, I think the color scheme uh, on, on like your screen is different from on the screen from your computer. It might be different from the one on your on your phone. So because of that, the colors look a bit different to your on your on your phone. Yeah. So how often do you go out to shoot photos with just the intention of getting it, just for fun or for Instagram? Like, because I know you said you had like twelve gigs mm-hmm. so far this month. Like, so how often do you get out to shoot just for yourself? No, I don't like. Back before, I used to do it like, like almost like, like two or three times a week. Now it's maybe like once a month, maybe less. You know, like I went yesterday because uh, I, I have one of one of my friend that came from uh, from China uh, to shoot uh, 
So we we connected like on on social media before, but we hadn't actually met before. And uh, he's from Ottawa, but he was he, he lives in China now. And then he's like, "Hey, man, I'm coming to the city. You know, let's explore, shoot." And I hadn't done that since so long. I'm like, "Yeah, let's do it." You know, and it was fun. It was really fun. You know, but I don't get to do it to do it as often as I used to. Yeah. Do you like? Do you miss doing it often? Um, I really do, like, because uh, like it's just it's just different when like you don't have a deadline, you don't have to shoot something according to what the client tells you. Just go go out and shoot and just explore. You know, uh, I love doing it when I travel. I, I think I think uh, traveling is just the best thing when it comes to photography. Like you just go somewhere that's just completely different, and it's just like it's it's it opens your eyes because like when you think about it because we've been so accustomed to being in Ottawa a lot of things for us become basic and become regular you know that's why some people when tour, tourists when they come to Ottawa and they see something they're like oh my god this is beautiful and then we could pass by and be like yeah this is Ottawa you know but that's the same thing when I travel you know like some places in the city that for some people is just normal I see it I'm like wow that's a photo shoot right there you know and I think it opens my mind to like like so much so uh, when I travel I love just go, going out there and, and doing a and doing some collabs or just like exploring, you know, like I'd, I'd say, uh, when I travel, I'm probably in the hotel room for like five hours and that's when I sleep and that's it. You know, besides that, I just go out there as well. Do you travel often? Um, I'd say probably like, um, five, six cities, uh, every year. You know, uh, sometimes if I if I if I have uh, uh, a work, uh, for example, in Toronto or something like that, you know, I'd go. Uh, and then if I want to connect, make connections, uh, uh, sometimes I, I go to to New York or like uh, Los Angeles. You know, uh, so it also depends on like work or if it's just for me to, for, for for fun. Yeah. And you talked about not having a deadline. Mm -hmm. So how long when you go out to shoot, like how long are you out shooting for when it's just for yourself and how many photos do you take? And then in the end of that, how many photos make it to Instagram in the end? Uh, so, um, I, I, I think, uh, I may like, I'm, I'm, I'm one to, to, to shoot a lot of photos. Like Herman tells me this all the time. He's like, yo, like, why do you have to take so many photos in one shoot? You know, uh, I feel, I feel like, I have to take as much as I can so that I don't miss a moment, you know? So when I go to shoot out there to just create, I take a lot of photos. And then when it comes to editing, I cut it down to like maybe like 10, 15. And then there's probably like three that I'm going to post, you know? So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you're going out to shoot with models, how do you usually get models for your photos? Uh, well, at first, it was a lot of like, like reaching out to people and like... Uh, uh, or like asking friends if they had friends that that, that would model uh, these days um, I usually get models that hit me up all the time so I just reply to one of them but I also uh, have like do you know how you can make like collections with your with your um, saves mm -hmm. on, your, on your Instagram so I do that with models so I have like like for example like if I'm in Ottawa, I have like already have like safe posts like like all the Ottawa models that I want to shoot with, you know, like Toronto, and I have like safe posts of the Toronto models, uh, LA, New York, and then I just look through it. I'm like, okay, I want to shoot with her. I message them. Most of the time, they reply. Uh, they reply uh, pretty quickly. Uh, some of them, uh, depending on how like 
notorious or how known they are. They might send me their aid to the agency or like uh, they, they, uh, they might take longer or like ask me to email them, you know, uh, some things like that, you know, but uh, most of them just reply to me like right off the bat. Yeah. yeah. So when you're coordinating with the models, like do you have a location already and then do you coordinate outfits with them beforehand or how does that usually work? Uh, usually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I rarely just go be in and be like, hey, let's just figure it out you know no usually uh usually what's ha- what happens is that like i have i see somewhere i have a vision in mind and then i message the model and tell them okay we have something that that's close to this in terms of outfit i use i use pin i use pinterest a lot i have like all those mood boards on pinterest and i send them the, the mood board and i'm like okay do you have an outfit that's close to this you know they do they send it to me they show me their outfit and then from there we do if they really don't and i do that rarely then i go somewhere and i just buy something for the model to wear for that shoot. Mm-hmm. Do you usually, when so when you shoot with the model, do you only ever post one photo from that shoot or will you reuse multiple photos? Um, so the thing is, like, or I personally, I would want to post like 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 five, six, seven photos, but at a point it becomes redundant and then like it's just too many photos of the same person, you, you're going to start getting less likes, right? So I, I give myself a limit uh, of three. Do you also have a second Instagram account? I do. So yeah. that was your original Instagram, right? Or no? no? Like the architect was, well, I mean, it was something else before, but like that was my first personal Instagram. Yeah. Uh, and then at some point I was like, I don't know. I just want an Instagram for myself where I can just post selfies, you know, and stuff like that. And just like follow as many people as I want, you know? Uh, and that's where I created, I created I'm Fitch, you know? Uh, and uh, uh, from there, uh, yeah, I, I posted like selfies, posted some of my own photos, just myself, you know. Um, now it's been, it's also been like my YouTube Instagram as well because like my my YouTube is also the same, the same name on Twitch, so uh, it serves a bit uh, for both. But yeah, yeah. So because that way you're almost at 10k on that one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, for that one though, I'm actually uh, using. My friend's company, he has a Instagram or like social media growth business and uh, he, he, um, he's using this account and growing, he's growing it out, you know. I really don't know the specifics of like how he's doing it and everything, but I know it's working. Yeah, yeah. that's sweet. And so you also talked, you mentioned yeah, your YouTube account. Mm-hmm. So what's kind of your intentions behind your YouTube? Because you're sitting about, I think, 2.7 thousand subscribers. So what's like, what do you do with your YouTube? Right, so um, it's, it's, it's a lot of things. Uh, at first, when I started my YouTube channel, uh, I think it was in January 2017. Uh, when I started it, it was mostly to become then an extension of my photography. So I wanted to be like a, like a, me talking about like, you know, how to become a good photographer, you know, things you should do as a newbie, you know, and behind the scenes of like my, uh, my daily life as a photographer, right? Um, so I started that, I dropped, a couple, I dropped a, um, a recap, a 2016 recap of my year in 2016. And then I did my first like vlog of like, week as a photographer and the engagement was super low uh not a lot of people were liking uh and not a lot of people were watching it you know uh and uh i think that affected me uh i think uh it kind of like made me think uh maybe you know people don't really care about that or they don't, they don't want to watch that so i stopped posting for a good i think i had like 25 30 subs at the time 
stop posting for like a good four or five months until uh, uh, my trip, the travel that I did in the States uh, in 2017 with Herbert's, uh uh, we went to like like I think six or seven different cities, and then I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should vlog that. So I decided to vlog the whole trip. Uh, well, I vlogged the first 15 days. So every day uh, I wanted to post to post a a, um, a vlog. So one vlog for every day. So I did that. Uh, again, I think uh, I didn't get engagement, but also that I think that's also because like realizing it right now that like. I wasn't really. I was. I didn't really know how to like communicate well uh, on YouTube. Like uh, when it comes to me as a person, I used to be a really shy person. Like before photography, I, I didn't talk to anyone. A uh, really introvert person, you know. And like photography actually like helped me like break out of my shell. Like meeting a lot of people, talking to a lot of people. I was forced to like like talk to to my models when I was shooting with them and all that. You know. So from because of that, I had to to gain that communication skills that I didn't have. You know. Uh, but YouTube was different. Because like it was even further than that, you know. I had to like my face had to be out there and like showing my face and like talking to on the camera and like vlogging in public is really awkward, you know. <laughs> and uh, I don't think uh, I was ready for that at that point. So because of that, my vlogs, my, this this whole series of vlogs wasn't that good. I think if right now I was I was to do that part, uh, uh, it would have been much better. But uh, it wasn't really good and people didn't really like it. So again. I didn't post for like two months. I was like, what should I do? You know, um, I went to Toronto. I posted a couple of vlogs uh, of that, but still, same thing. So, towards like the end of the year, I started like um, getting a bit more knowledgeable about YouTube. Uh, talked to some of my YouTuber friends. Uh, I met other YouTubers. Uh, and that's when I discovered like there were actually like even bigger YouTubers in Ottawa that I didn't know. Like, like, like one of my friends. Uh, Guy was friend of like a lot of like bigger YouTubers in Ottawa uh, that had done a lot of successful like things like he had like like uh, parody and like, uh, Wolfie and like like I didn't even know these guys were in, were from Ottawa right uh, and then he would tell me you know look at these guys channel and what they do and, and all that you know uh, and I was like well okay yeah I see how it is uh, but the things that it wasn't really my thing right but I was like you know what okay sure I'll do it so I started doing more like. Vlogs, uh, uh, but that were more like I wouldn't say like I, I, it was really like fast paced, really like fast cuts, doing like being really, really extra, like, like like screaming and all that, you know. Uh, and uh, I started doing these, doing challenges, pranks. I did a reaction video. That reaction video got me like I think like two hundred thousand views. So from there, uh, from December to like March, my account went from. 70 subscribers to a thousand, you know? So I was like, okay, that's what's working, you know? Uh, and I kept on doing it, but then I was like, it is working, but do I like it, you know? So that's, that's, that's where I was like, if I keep on doing that, yes, I'm gonna grow, but I'm gonna be miserable, you know? And that's one of the things that affects a lot of YouTubers that uh, I talked about. Uh, and they, they say that like, if you don't like it, yes, you're gonna make some money, but like at a point you're just gonna you just won't be able to do it anymore, and you're just gonna be trained, you know, like you're just gonna like like mentally it's not good for your health, right? So I was like, do I do this and and just grow as a YouTuber, or do I stop and try to figure out what I like and just do what I like, even if it's gonna be slower, but I'm gonna like it, you know? So I took a break, and then now I'm like figuring out 
what I like and what I want to do. So when it comes to that, I think I want to get more into like uh, uh, like doing shorts, like films or or in, in like short skits, like comedy skits. You know, I think these uh, uh, is where I is what I want to get into. Um, I had a project that I worked on with some friends. Uh, it was supposed to be the pilot for like a small like show that we that, that 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 was trying to do. And uh, even though it was a huge flop, uh, I learned so much about it, and I realized how much I love that, like just like directing and like like you know having a crew and working on a project for that. And then I felt like wow, like I, like it's the first time I really felt like I liked something since like photography, you know. And I was like wow, like this is really really cool, you know. And then from there, like. I've just been learning about videography and filmmaking and uh, just like how to like handle a camera, like like sound, like all of these lighting, all these things that came like that come into it, you know? So I think starting next year, uh, I'm still working on it, but uh, I got a lot of projects working on, that I'm working on when it comes to like doing shorts and like uh, comedy skits and like even like working eventually on like a feature would be cool. So uh, that's, I think, when it comes to YouTube, that's where I want to get into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before we move on from YouTube, did you say you had a video with like 200 plus thousand views? Yes. What was that? Like, how did that kind of blow up? Like, what was that like? Okay. So one of my friends uh, introduced me to K-pop. K-pop is Korean pop. Uh, and uh, uh, he told me that like the fans of K-pop were like like the craziest fans you can have. Like they're, they're going to, anything that's K-pop, they're going to watch, you know? And he told me about this group called BTS and uh, a reaction that he did uh, from BTS. And in a week, he got 10,000 views. And I was like, wow, that's crazy, you know? <laughs> Maybe I should do it, you know? So I sat down with Kerbins and my friend Emmanuel, uh, and we did a reaction video to, to one of BTS's songs. And then it just skyrocketed like it was insane like i just i didn't even like i was like wow how i was like like it was just crazy like i was like okay you know reaction videos are are, are insane but at the same time i was like who are they like liking you know is it me or is it the the bts group that i'm reacting to and that's when i realized that like when I started posting other stuff and now wouldn't get engagement from that. And I was like, okay, so they, they're not subscribing or liking for me, but for that, you know, cause when I would do another BTS reaction video, I'd get more views, you know? So then I was like, okay, do I just want to be a BTS reaction channel or just want to want to be myself? You know, I want people to like, like, to like me for me. So I stopped doing like reaction videos from that. Yeah. But it's still, it's, I still, I'm still getting views right now from it. Like it's crazy. That's yeah. That's wild. Uh, so I also want to talk about Facebook and Twitter. You don't use them as much. Like what's kind of like your plan with those two platforms? Uh, I use Twitter. I use Twitter a lot, but I don't, I don't market it as, cause like, it's just me just, that just, just saying stupid stuff on Twitter. Like if you look at my Twitter, like, okay, <laughs> who is this guy? You know? Uh, so I don't really use it to market my photography. It's just me. Like, 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 like speaking out loud, like saying like, like, you know, like, Picking my mind, you know, just saying what I want and, and just like making jokes, you know. Uh, uh, I, I, I got like what, like 500, 580 followers on Twitter. Uh, I've get, I've actually like lately been getting a lot on Twitter because I post so much on Twitter, but it's not really related to my photography. It's just just me. Uh, when it comes to Facebook, um, I honestly don't really know what to do on my Facebook page. Like, I know you can get clients from Facebook because I know, like, people do it. I know Will told me he, he, he's, done, he's done a bit of advertisement through Facebook, but I just didn't 
take time to get into it. You know, I think maybe eventually I'll just sit down, learn about how to use Facebook to grow my to grow myself as a brand. But as of right now, I just have the page there. Yeah. That's fair. And then the one other one I wanted to talk about was Snapchat. Because I know you've promoted your Snapchat in different spots. Like I think it's a highlight on your Instagram. Yeah. Do you still use Snapchat a lot? I I used to before when before Instagram just copied Snapchat. Uh, I used to to post like any behind the scenes of my photo shoots of like or like my life or just like just like anything. Uh, I used to post it on Snapchat. Now I don't post it as often, but like when I do something cool, you know, or if I go somewhere and that's and I see something that's interesting visually or anything, I post that on Snapchat, you know, like so. Uh, but I also would post some of it on on the on my IG story. So the things that are a lot of people going to to uh, to go to my Snapchat, I don't know, you know. But one of the reasons why I still want to promote it is because I want to diversify my following so that I have following from like all different platforms, you know? So yeah. Yeah. That's fair. So I got a couple of big questions and then we'll do a Q and a before we end. What do you hope people take away from your, uh, I, th- I want them to, to really be inspired to do something like me or to do more than me, you know, like I want them to look at what I'm doing and be like, wow, that's beautiful. And like, I want to do something similar or like, or like this, this is someone that's just working on his craft and working really hard and like, okay, I want to work hard on my craft as well. You know, uh, also like being in Ottawa in a city that's like, it's not really like, like, uh, it's not really promoting arts. Like, 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 like other cities like Toronto are, you know, I want people to be like, okay, if he can do it in Ottawa, like I can do it as well. You know, if that person's not even in Ottawa, like in a, a small town, like, yeah, I can do it there too. You know? So I just wanted my, my stuff to inspire other people. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so what's next? What's next for you? Uh, that is a good question because I don't think, I don't even, even think I can personally answer that because there's so many things that are going on right now. Like, uh, there's a uh, wedding photography that I'm going to, I want to take to another level where I want to actually be, cause like, it's a really lucrative business if you do it properly. Uh, it's, it takes time, but like it's, it's easy. Like when it comes to getting clients because everyone's getting married and then like, it's, it's if you do it right, it's a good way to make some money on the side just in the summer. Right. Um, then there's a, uh, photography, obviously, just working with, with other brands, uh, working with bigger brands, you know, branching out to Toronto, Montreal. Uh, then there's the YouTube channel, uh, working with other people that, cause like right now, I'm going to be working with other people that want to do YouTube, that want to do film as well. Uh, just learning more about that, uh, writing, writing, I've been writing a lot of like short films, like, I'm like, 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 five, six scripts ready to, to be shot, you know, but just getting into it, you know, learning more about it, you know, so there's that, uh, also doing marketing for businesses as well. Cause I realized that like a lot of like big, big businesses in Ottawa, they're ran by like, like 50, 60 year old men that don't really, uh, know anything about social media. Right. So I'm like, okay, I've been on social media long enough to know something about that. So I could manage that for them. Right. So using that, uh, that skill to have another stream of revenue to do social media marketing for, for businesses as well. So I think uh, right now I just want to see where it goes. I don't think I have a, like a, a definite like okay this is where this is this is where I want, I want to see things. I mean I, I do uh, in a sense you know because uh, I want to see my photography you know uh, making me this amount of money you know like let's say I want to uh, I want to 
my YouTube channel to be at this amount of subscribers and, uh, uh, and stuff like that. But like, I still want to see where it's going to lead me. You know, I can't say it. I can tell you that like in five years, I'm going to be in Ottawa shooting this, you know, uh, actually, I, I want to move out actually eventually. Uh, I, I gave myself four years max. And then uh, at either the worst case scenario, I told myself I'm going to be in Toronto. Best case scenario, I'm going to be in Los Angeles. Uh, it's a bit complicated for the States because like you have to get a working visa and all this. So it, it, it's, it's a long process, but best case scenario, I'll be out there. Yeah. So I was going to ask if there's any big goals you're striving for, but would you say LA is kind of the big long-term goal you're chasing? Uh, I think it's, it's the first step toward the big goal. You know, uh, I think, uh, I, cause like, I don't want to see myself like 10 years, 15 years from now, just again, like going after people like for photo shoots, you know, I want to, I want to be like a casual photographer where like, I just do, do like, like four or five big shoots, uh, in a year, you know, and that's enough for me to sustain myself, you know, uh, and uh, just really work as a creative director with like big brands like Adidas, Nike, Apple, you know, working on making commercials and stuff like that. Uh, even making a couple of YouTube videos for like big, big artists, stuff like that, I think is where I want to, where I want to be at. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So you got time for just a quick Q and A? Yeah, for sure. Cool, man. All right. So we'll start with the first one. What's a show that you're binging on Netflix or Hulu, Amazon, Prime, whatever you watch okay. on? Uh, so I watched a lot of TV. Like, like I think that's a, a lot is an understatement. I, like, I watch too much TV. So, um, uh, okay. So when it comes to comedy, uh, I'm watching The Office. I'm watching Parks and Recreations. I'm watching... Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I'm watching uh, Psych, uh, uh, what's the show that I'm watching with Aziz uh, Ansari? Um, oh. I can't remember it, but yeah, yeah, I'm watching that, uh, drama, uh, I'm watching Power, I'm watching, uh, I mean, I finished Game of Thrones, I'm watching, um, uh, Lost. I'm rewatching Lost actually because I already watched it. Uh, Prison Break. Uh, like it's, I'm watching so many things. Like I'm telling you, like like it's it's. Sometimes I have to tell myself, okay, Fitch, yeah, for the things to do. You know, the like you, should, you shouldn't be watching all these shows because like I just love watching TV. Like even movies as well. I just love it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, what's your favorite app that's not Instagram, Facebook, Twitter? Uh, I think it's Pinterest. Pinterest, yeah. yeah. Pinterest okay. has like, like so many like 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 ideas for you. Like you just go out there and browse, and you just, like you just get inspired. Like I just go through it the app, and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Boom, 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 and then it makes me think of something else that I can do for a shoot. You know, so I think Pinterest is, is probably the number one, and then I'd say. I'd say YouTube could come seconds. Uh, but not just for my YouTube personally, but just like as a learning platform. Like you, you learn so much from YouTube. People don't even realize that. Like, like YouTube is literally like, like, like university. You know, like you, you, like anything I need to learn, and I and I can't find it anywhere. I just go on YouTube, and it's there. You know, like anything. You know, so uh, it's like one of the best learning platform that exists. Mm -hmm. Are there any YouTubers that you'd recommend people watch? Um, well, that depends on like what they what they want to do, right? Uh, I think when it comes to like photography, 
Jessica Cobasi does a lot of like good editing uh, on portraits and photography. Uh, when it comes to f- photography tips, there's also Peter McKinnon, uh, and also reviews a bit of like like photography gear. Um, uh, when it comes to like like a filmmaking, you have like people like like uh, Phil Wyatt, uh, Dee Fadarius, uh, and um, Filmmaker IQ. Uh, you also have people that review. Um, that review uh, um, uh, equipment like a MKBHD, uh, you know, um, and then um, I'm trying to think if I can think of anyone else. There's a um, I can think of anything. I can think of it. Yeah. Are there any Instagram? Like, who are your favorite people to follow on Instagram? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Of course, man. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, let's say when it comes to portrait photography alone, I think for me, like the best portrait photographer I see out there is uh, Alessio Albi. He has like 400k on the, on the, on Instagram, but he's like like amazing. Like his photography is just for me, it's just like beyond. Like he, he not just the imagery, but like the concepts behind it. The, Creativity is just it's, it's just crazy, you know. Uh, when it comes to like, um, sorry. when it comes to um, uh, more like urban stuff and more street fashion and really like thinking outside of the box, I think uh, Christians of LA is another one. Like, uh, and this guy is from Ottawa, actually. He he really yeah, yeah he's from Ottawa and he he branched out. Uh, I can remember when I started photography. Uh, I used to see his stuff and I was like, wow, this guy is just amazing. No, but yeah, he 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 was first in Ottawa, uh, and his stuff is just amazing. I see some of his. It's just that like again thinking outside the box, doing something different. You know, we're like, wow, like he doing something like this. You know, it's like okay, yeah, just where did all that thought can come from, you know? Um, I think, uh, and then um, when it comes to like, um, where's this, this other guy's name? Uh, I, can't, I can't remember his name. I had a list before of like, like each photographer or like different like uh, uh, style of photography. But uh, if not, then I just go on pages, you know, like uh, minimalistic movement, or like um, uh, pursuit of portraits, uh, games of tones, like where they just repost the photographers, and then from there I just go and look at their stuff, and it's just amazing stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. It's inspiration. Yeah. What music are you listening to right now? I listen to a lot of music too. Like honestly, like and like if you go on my phone, you can see like like anything from like old blues to like uh, like rap like mumble rapping you know so it's like i listen to a lot of things you know i i use music as well to inspire me when it comes to either photography or like when i want to like uh, like write a script like also write a story like because like when i was younger i used to do that like i used to write a lot of like short stories and like i even wrote a couple novels that I never got like sent to, to get published you know uh, and i used to, to use music for that because like music when you just listen to it it's just transport you somewhere else, you know? And I feel like uh, for me to be able to grasp as much as I can, I have to be listen, listening to as many different types of music as I can, you know? So sometimes I'll listen to like some old, like uh, Lois Armstrong, you know? And then I'll, I'll uh, 
I'll go and listen to like some uh, some. Then the next one I'll listen to some Drake, you know. So and then some some classical music from like Bach or Beethoven, you know. Um, also, from me being a musician, because I do like piano and I do like uh, other instruments, I think just, I just appreciate music even more for that. So just listen to a lot of different things. Yeah, that's fair. Um, any books that you'd recommend? Okay, uh, I can give all the good ones, but uh, I'd say uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People is a great book that I read. Uh, uh, the Power of Habit. <laughs> Uh, again, an amazing book. Um, and then there was another one I think it was called Eat That Frog. It had to do with procrastination because I, I, I have to deal, that with, with, deal with that a lot sometimes. Where, like, sitting in front of a photo, I'm like, I have to edit this. And I just go and like, like, like waste my time doing other things. And then I'm like, oh, damn, I've edited that photo yet, you know? So uh, there's that one too. And then um, what's this other one? Uh, there's some books that like I read, but I just forgot their titles. You know, uh, there was this one book that I that I that I that I, that I uh, read. Uh, it was it was just, it was more it was just a photography book, just like with images and like with like some text, but like beside it, and it was really good for inspiration. Uh, but I can't really remember the name of that book. Yeah. Uh, do you listen to any podcasts at all? Like any? Um, so I mean, I listen to a lot of like interviews. So like. Uh, uh, complex, uh, do a lot of interviews with like artists and like uh, uh, successful people. So I really love to like listen to those to see like where where they how they've been, you know, their their whole like journey as like an artist or as a like a businessman and see the trials and tribulations they had to go through and all that and just take as much as I can from them, you know, because like they've done it, they've they've reached a certain level of, of maturity and like I want to just learn from that and see how I can use that and implement it in my life and uh, accomplish what they've done. Yeah. Any restaurants in Ottawa like that hidden gem that you'd recommend? Oh, I'm not a person that goes out. That's that's one thing. Like if I don't need to be going out somewhere, I really don't. So like I uh, like like I know nothing of like 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 entertainment and and, and, uh, and just like uh like like restaurant all these things in Ottawa I, I I don't I really don't like I'm a stay at home guy just like like cook something and then just watch some Netflix and that's it you know like I, I rarely rarely go out the only times I'll go out is like for example let's say one of my friends has like an event that he's throwing or like uh Ms. Boromir has his fashion like fashion shows and I'll go out there say hi you know uh, just to to support you know but beside that I'm just indoor guy Mm-hmm. That's fair. Do you have any consistent morning and night routines? Um, let me think of this. I don't think so. Like I remember during during the summer, I uh, I used to I used to uh, to uh, wake up at like six and just from there go to the gym. Uh, but uh, that didn't last long. <laughs> yeah. Again, I gotta. Uh, uh, I, I, uh, when I was reading from the, that book, actually, The Power of Habit it was telling me that, like, it takes about 21 days for you to set a habit, right? And uh, I didn't read 21 days for that, so nah, yeah. That's fair. Uh, so, this, do you know who Gary Vaynerchuk is? 
Sorry. Do you know who Gary Vaynerchuk yeah, is? So on one of his podcasts, he asked a question. It's called, it's what are you obsessed with? Mm -hmm. But it's not like high level. It's like something random. Like I ran, I recently bought this new sweater and it's so comfy. I'm obsessed with my new sweater. Like mm -hmm. something random that you're obsessed with right now. <sighs> you got to think about this. I think turtlenecks. I think I've been buying so many turtlenecks lately, and it's just like I just love them, and I just keep buying them, even though I, I, like I have three different shades of gray of turtlenecks. You know, like I, I, I just I feel like I just look good in them. I've just been buying a lot of turtlenecks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Uh, three items on your bucket list. Mm. So you're talking about like things or like, 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 uh, it can be whatever you want. Like just if you were to pick, like if you had to have three things, three big, big things. Okay. Um, wow. Just three. That's, that's okay. Uh, I think for a car, I think I don't want to have a, uh, I told myself the first luxury car I want to get is a Mercedes g65 amg uh the price point is, is, is up there you know but i think if i could just have it right now yeah i'd have that car um and then i don't even get it i'd get a video camera actually I'd get like a like a like a red scarlet or like a red dragon or even like a like a alexa mini to just like start shooting like insane visuals um and then a studio yes yes God. yes yeah <laughs> like having my own like big studio that's fair yeah yeah uh so you're going to dinner you can take three people they can be dead or alive who are you taking to dinner hmm okay all right um hmm that's tough Okay, I gotta think about that one. Um, three people. That is crazy. Uh, so many people out there. Um, uh, Michael Jordan. Uh. uh Tupac and uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Okay. Yeah. Why? Like, what do you have reasons to behind those three? Or oh well, Michael Jordan because of his competitive spirit. Like, I just wanted to learn so much about like, because like it's it's one thing to be great and like just to have natural talent, but it's another thing to just like want to outwork everyone and anything you do. And that's like Michael Jordan's spirit, you know. He always wanted to be better than anyone at, at, at anything, you know. Like, like I remember I was uh, um, listening to a, to an interview from from Will Smith, where like he was tell, telling how like he hated like like chilling with Michael Jordan because anything for Michael Jordan was a, was 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 a competition, you know. And like because he just has that spirit, or like anything, like this, even if it's like drinking water, who can drink it the fastest? Like he he wants that. Like that competitive drive, you know, and I, I would want to just like gain that from him. Um, 
when it comes to Tupac, it's just about consistency and being able to do as much. Because like when you think, when you look at his career, like the chunk of his career was like a good like four years, you know? And in this amount of time, he did so much and so little time. And it's like, how do you do that, you know? How are you able to do and produce as much good quality of work in such a little time, you know? Uh, and then... Eventually, when it comes to like like genius and creativity and knowledge, I, I don't think there's anyone that's like like this guy just just did what anything you know like mathematics, uh, theology, philosophy, arts, like like anything that could be done like like painting. It's just like like he any craft he just take it and just be great at it. You know, I just want to pick his mind and see like what like how you know like like what's like I was I remember I was seeing something. Uh, uh, about IQs and people and they were saying that like he had one of the highest IQs ever you know and just want to see like what's your thought process when it, when it comes to like painting something like the Mona Lisa or like uh, or like uh, sculpting something like like David you know like just see how you know and 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 uh, the, his process of like work and I think that that'd be that'd be amazing yeah that's awesome uh, what's the best advice you've ever got and if you can remember from who but I like if someone asked me that question I would never be able to say who gave me the best advice like uh, god damn that's best advice I think I think one of the best advice I've got I can think of is from my friend Ken and uh, he he was telling me uh, it was when I was struggling with my YouTube and everything, and he was like, "You don't need to be great to get started, but you need to get started to be great, right?" So instead of saying, "Okay, I'm not good at this," no, 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 it's gonna be hard for me to do it. Start doing it, and then you'll become good at it. You know, so that really helped me when it came to like speaking into something that I wasn't good at and I wasn't used to be doing and, and knowing and, and, and acknowledging that like I will get better at it. So, yeah. yeah. Mr. Case, we have two questions left. What's something about you people wouldn't expect? Uh, something about me people wouldn't expect. It's uh, a good question. Really, really good question. I really don't. Can I get back to that one? Yeah, yeah. Let's get, we'll still do that one after. So, the last one is what's one thing everybody should know? Not about you, just like in general. What's one thing that you think is so important that everybody needs to know? I think how to communicate. I think communication is like. It's just how you transmit anything just to anyone. And I think just being a good communicator is just will bring you in life. Honestly, if, even if you have zero skills, if you're good at communicating, you'll be able to go far. If you know how to like be friendly with someone and them like vibing with you on a good level, then you'll just do wonders. I think that's the most, I think that's probably like the most important skills for you to have. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Back at the other question. Yeah. If you can't think of anything, we can totally skip it, man. No, like, no, no. I want to answer that. Yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna think one thing that like people don't expect that. Okay. Um. Hmm. 
you want some examples of what other people have said to see if that'll spark anything? Yeah. I think Kerbin, if uh, Kerbin, if I'm remembering correctly, was that he's nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says it looks like if he's just sitting there, it might not look like he's approachable. But if mm-hmm. you get to talk to him, he's nice. Uh, someone said he's a twin. Um, what have other people said? I'm trying to remember. Those are the two that come to mind just offhand. Mm-hmm. But it can really be any. Oh, someone uh, they're allergic to fruit. Isn't mm-hmm. it like just so it can be random? It can be it can be oh. anything. Uh, I think. Oh, uh, what did I think about this one? Those are really, really. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Like, I'm trying to think, it's like, okay, like, okay, I feel like that's something people know. Uh, hmm. Good question. People don't. Um, I think I'd say I'm lazy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like, it's really, really, really tough for me to actually get out of my way to do something. I have to put so much effort into it. I think people would see me doing all these things, those photo shooting and all that. I'm like, yeah, this guy just has a driven mentality and just wants to go out there and do things. But it takes me a lot of like, like strength to like, like sometimes, like literally, like my 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 my, my bedroom is in is in the, the second floor of the house, and then my my workspace is in the basement. And sometimes I'm that lazy to like. I just don't want to go down and I just will stay in my bed in my bedroom just because it's just for me too far. So like, I, I think, I think that's one thing that like people wouldn't expect about like how lazy I am. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that. That's fair. That's fair. Well, I want to give you the floor, man. Where can the people find you? Like plug everything you got, right. man. So, uh, you can reach me on Instagram, uh, at the architect with the X instead of the E, yeah, <laughs> uh, and uh, or I'm Fitch. That's my personal IG. Uh, my YouTube channel, I'm Fitch as well. Uh, I have another YouTube channel that's gonna that's gonna be dropping soon. It's called uh, Studio X. You know, just uh, stay stay put for that. Uh, Twitter is uh, is Architect. No, no, the just Architect underscore. Uh, Snapchat the Architect. Uh, you can check my website as well. Uh, it's architect.com. Yeah, I think that's it. Cool. I'll make sure everything's linked in the show notes as well. So everyone, make sure you go and follow Fitch on Instagram. Um, as I said, I'll make sure everything's linked. And definitely go check out his YouTube and watch his new short 
the Dispatcher. Yes. If I'm not getting that wrong, it's called the Dispatcher. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's a, I would say yeah, I would say it's a funny one, guys. So definitely go and check it out. Thank you everybody for listening. Make sure you go follow Fitch again. It's at the dot architect, mm-hmm. but architect is e instead or is an X instead of the E. Yeah. But like I said, it'll be linked. So you guys, if you can't find it, I'll help you out. Thank you once again for coming on the show, man. Awesome. awesome. Thank you much for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you, everybody. We'll talk soon. Cool. Thank you once again for listening to this episode of My Social Life. Guys, please do me a favor and go follow Fitch on social media. He's an awesome photographer, videographer. He's just a great visual artist. He's a super creative guy. And again, his Instagram is the architect, but there the E in architect is actually an X. So it's the dot architect a r c h i t x c t you can also follow him on his personal instagram at i'm bitch you can follow him on twitter at just architect underscore again that's a r c h i t x c t underscore and also follow him on youtube especially he's got some great stuff in the works there with some short films and everything guys he's got a couple on there right now that are really good i highly recommend you check him out he's i'm bitch which is the same name as his personal instagram account and guys please leave the show a rating and a review it helps more people find the podcast i would love to get more people involved in this community that we're growing i really appreciate it and also definitely check out the new episodes i'm putting out i'm doing a second episode during the week now it's called takeaways and i'm going to break down and pull out a couple key points from each and every podcast episode going forward it's going to be just me kind of talking to you guys for 10 15 maybe 20 minutes that's something new i'm trying out i did it last week with the roland bast episode and i'll be doing it this week with the architect episode and yeah definitely be on the lookout for that guys thank you once again for listening we'll talk soon